Welcome to the Aesthetic Doctor Podcast. We don't shy away and keep secrets here. We empower you with education, telling you the truth about all things aesthetic medicine while encouraging you to be the best version of yourself. It's time to look great and feel good doing it. This is your host, mom, speaker, and board-certified physician, Dr. Judith Forger. Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 31 of the Aesthetic Doctor podcast. I am so excited about today's episode, um, which is called Skincare Tips for Gym Rats, um, with our special guest, Dr. Laura Sulias. Um, today's topic is really all about keeping your skin its most beautiful when working out. You know that I'm a huge worker outer, and I'm sure many of my listeners are too, or at least aspiring to be. So um, Laura Sulias uh, will really come to give us actionable skin tips pre, post, and even during our workout, just to make sure that our skin is as healthy and as glowing um, as it is from the inside out when working out from the outside in, because we all know that, you know, if we work out and don't take care of our skin, especially if you sweat excessively, we can clog our pores. Um, we can kind of have some toxin and stagnation built up. We can flare some acne and inflammation and worst case scenario, we can kind of even get some little skin infections. So this episode is going to be fantastic at really telling you how to maximize your skincare routine um, to keep it, your skin flawless while working out. Um, so Laura Solios is joining us today from Toronto, Canada. Um, she is an award-winning medical esthetician, and she is the owner of Body Tuned By. She um, really focuses on her patient's outer appearance and inner body by combining aesthetics with customized workout plans, skincare treatments, and nutritional plans. So for all of those who love working out or want to get more into working out, as well as that are into skincare, please enjoy my episode with Laura Solias. Hey, podcast listeners, I wanted to interrupt with a quick note from the editor. We wanted to take a moment to acknowledge that we experienced some audio issues during the recording of this episode. Despite our best efforts to correct and dampen these issues, there are still traces present in the final recording. We firmly believe that the information shared in this episode is extremely valuable and worth sharing with our audience. We understand that audio issues can be distracting, but we hope that you can still find value in the content and insights shared by our guest. Thank you for your understanding and continued support of the Aesthetic Doctor podcast. Without further ado, here's episode 31. Laura, I'm so excited to have you here. Um, most people that have been following the show know that I'm a huge worker outer and I do lots of Pilates and Peloton and yoga and some weights. And so do a lot of my followers and a lot of my friends. So I just love the idea that we're about to talk about skincare pre post and during your workout with somebody like yourself, who's a true expert. So, um, you know, why don't we just jump right in and go into some of the things that can happen? What, what can happen to somebody's skin if they don't take care of it? 
Yeah. So first and foremost, um, I feel like a lot of people, you know, because of being on social media or whatnot, tend to follow the wrong tips um, in terms of uh, starting to work out um, without proper skin care. So first and foremost, um, the huge red flag is makeup. So a lot of women, you know, are putting on so much makeup to go to the gym and work out. And this is by far a huge red flag. Um, your your skin needs to breathe, right? And and you've talked about this in most of your other podcasts and basically how our skin, it just, it needs to have this flow and we can't restrict it. So by putting on makeup before we go to the gym, it's just going to clog your pores. It's going to not allow your skin to breathe, um, not allow your skin to even sweat. And especially if you're doing something like Pilates or even hot yoga, that's even worse just because you also have the built up like steam and, you know, like sauna effect, especially in a hot yoga. So by wearing makeup, you're uh, really restricting your skin from breathing. So First and foremost, I would say remove your makeup. If you're self-conscious about your skin, then maybe apply like a tinted SPF um, so that you still get a little bit of coverage so you're comfortable, but you're not wearing like a full-fledged makeup. Awesome. I love that because you're absolutely right. Social media like has everybody full glam mode in the gym and, and realize half the people like that day were probably just there for pictures, right? Um, on social media. But let's really take it back. You said remove your makeup. But if let's say I have a day plan where I can do anything that I want and I'm going to follow your tips to a T and it's going to be a workout day. How do I really prep my skin pre-workout? Like what would be ideal? Ideal would literally just be depending on where you're working out, number one. So if it is an outdoor workout, then you absolutely need to have your cleansed, toned and a SPF 100%. Like that is a non-negotiable. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so that, yeah, absolutely. But um, in terms of working out in a gym setting where you're not going to be in the sunlight, then I would say for sure a cleanse, a tone and a very light moisturizer so that your skin is still breathing and it's not something extremely heavy um, that you'll start to feel beating and sweating off of your face. Okay. So that is wonderful. So we've cleaned, we've put something light on. And then what about during our workup? Like how, how do we take care of our skin? And I know the one thing that I think about is like, I don't go to the globo gyms anymore, but to like, you know, make sure to not touch the dirty bar that 89 people have touched in front of you and then wipe your face off. Um, but, but I'm asking you as the expert, what are some of the things you would recommend people do during their workouts? Yeah, you hit it right on. Yeah, you hit it right on because let's be honest, like our hands are touching multiple things from either when you're weight training, you're, you're touching the, the dumbbells. When you're doing squat racks, you're touching the barbells. So, I mean, your hands are touching a lot of things and picking up bacteria and no matter how much, you know, someone is going around spraying and cleaning the equipment or you yourself are, your hands are still a breeding ground. So I always tell people do not touch your face um, whatsoever, or if you have, you know, sweat dripping on your face, then I also suggest just bring like a box of 
Kleenex with you so that therefore you're taking a fresh Kleenex, you're drying your sweat with that fresh Kleenex and that's going right in the garbage so that you don't have this like dirty um, hand towel that you're moving from machine to machine and then drying your face or touching your face. And it's just going to be a breeding ground of bacteria. Yeah, that's awesome. And seeing that I do the Peloton and I know the Peloton is like hugely, hugely popular right now. Um, you know, we, a lot of us in Peloton and spin do have our own. So first of all, we do clean the bike and most of the times it's ours. And so number one is also for your Peloton, probably clean your handles more than you would think, you know, don't just clean it every like year or quarter, um, but clean it regularly. And then most of us do have some spin sweat towels. Like, is that okay? If I take my own fresh spin towel to my own bike and then how often should I be changing that? Or do you kind of think like, let's not do any spin towels at all. I would say no, just because it depends on exactly, you have to make sure every single time you're putting it down um, so that the handlebar is not touching the place that's going to be touching your face. And when you're in that zone and you're on your ride, you're not paying attention as to how you're wiping your face and throwing the towel over the rack, right? So you are definitely going to be using a part of the face cloth or towel that has been touched by your dirty hands or the bike. So that's why I would suggest more of like tissues of that aspect or paper towel or something where it's literally just a one-time use wipe and throw away. So you have zero chance of any sort of, you know, cross-contamination and dirt touching you. I love that because you're absolutely right. Most of us take our spin towel and then we put it over the handlebars because those are slippery. And then we use the spin towel again. And again, we thought we were being all clean, but you're right. We kind of should maybe just take a box of Kleenex and then just throw them on the floor as we're done. And then post workout, just collect them all up and put them in the trash. Yeah. Great. Um, what about after our workouts? So now we're done, we're done yogaing or we're done spinning, we're done, whatever thing, like what should we be doing next? So you have to wash your face. <laughs> Very simply said, um, the, the gone are the days of when you can just splash your face with cold water and be on the way. Like cold water splashing is not actually cleansing your skin as you know that. Um, so after a fantastic workout, you have to use a cleanser and literally wash your face. I would still suggest a cold water, but you need to get off all of the grime, sweat, bacteria that has been on your face. So something even more of like a gel or a foam where it can really pick up on more of that oil and uh, grime, I would highly recommend. Um, milkers are fine too, but like I would just say, especially after a workout, tend to stick more towards the gels and the foams. Um, but you, you have to, like if you're not washing your skin after after uh, workout, that's gross. <laughs> yes, I agree. I, I totally agree. And, and plus I'm always like, you know, especially when you sweat, it's just like, yeah, you know, it's, I feel like once you start taking care of your skin, it's sort of like, you know, it becomes part of your routine, like putting deodorant on and brushing your teeth that it just feels terrible when you don't, um, you know, for those of you on, of us on the go. And I'm not saying that because I do that. I'm just saying that because it's going to be sort of like one of those maybe objections. Um, how do you feel about micellar water and how do you feel about cleansing wipes? 
I would say, yeah, like if you're on the go and you do not have that 30 seconds to go and wash your face, then okay. But everyone's got one. (laughs) Yeah. Drove to the park, you know, you put your sunscreen on, you try to not touch your face, you get back to your car or, you know, not every studio has a, you know, a, sorry, restroom or something like that. That's a washroom. Yeah, then I would say absolutely. Like if you don't have the facility, then for sure, like a micellar water would be fantastic to cleanse the skin with um, until you have the opportunity to go to your washroom and do a more thorough cleanse. Um, And also even like a cellular water sprays um, that are more hydrating and that mimic our water in our own skin, something like that, just to boost the energy and basically think of those almost like electrolytes. So something like the cellular water spray, where it's just bringing back this energy and hydration immediately to the skin. I extremely highly recommend that. Um, Again, just because it almost acts as if you have like an electrolyte in your body, but now it's on the outside of your body. Awesome. For those people that really work out and, you know, for obviously I've touched on this in the bio, but you both do skin care as well as workout plans and nutrition plans. Um, when we talk about workouts and the skin, um, not only really talking about the routine for the skin, but also more the routine for our body to make our skin be the most beautiful. What would you suggest in terms of either uh, the hydration or the supplementation or the nutritional aspects that people that spent quite some time working out, um, do to make their skin the most beautiful along with their workout regimen. It's, it's definitely a combination of everything. So, I mean, obviously like nutrition exercise and a wicked home care, as well as, uh, treatments kind of all go in one pocket together. So, you know, by you not exercising, you're not allowing, you know, any sort of detoxification process happening in your skin and not allowing your skin to sweat and basically remove built up toxins within your body. So that's like a key as to why, you know, it's extremely beneficial to work out and exercise. Um, But then you pair that with amazing, you know, home care routine and that you're sticking to you know, your daily and your evening, uh, skincare routine, and then you throw in your medical aesthetic treatments to that equation. Um, and you add your benefits of, you know, supplements and proper whole nutritious food. And that is your recipe for anti-aging and ageless living and having that, you know, uh, reversing the signs of aging basically. Yes. And, you know, I read a study the other day that was even talking about to just the benefits to of, and I'm sure that goes without saying really how we need to stay hydrated and how our skin stays hydrated and how, you know, really hydration in the skin. It's, it's amazing. They had to do a study on this, but Hey, um, really <laughs> will alone make wrinkles and fine lines and texture be so improved. So of course we're talking about keeping your skin properly hydrated, both from the inside out by consuming water. And then, like you said, by putting moisturizers on there, by using sunscreen and doing all of the things, that's awesome. Um, Gosh, I just love having you. What other like life skincare aesthetic workout tips would you love to share with our listeners? Because I feel like you're such a wealth of knowledge. Um, I'm just going to turn it over to you. 
Yeah, I would say like in terms of aesthetic treatments, obviously, you know, uh, it's amazing how much medical aesthetics has come um, in, the, in the years that has been around and just how much it's evolved and how much we're able to treat the skin, especially naturally. Um, so I would say, yeah, like in terms of medical aesthetics and just aesthetics together with the element of exercise and nutrition, they go together like bread and butter. Um, I really do find that when you're treating the skin on the outside, as well as treating it on the inside and implementing, you know, your exercise routines, that's when you're going to be able to have long-term effects and results that will maintain just because you are treating it on different wavelength. So even something as simple as treating like someone who has acne, um, you know, if we're treating their outside skin, but then we're also giving them a nutrition plan to follow, and they're also exercising, the acne is going to clear up so much faster because we have all these three elements that are working together. Yeah, that's awesome. And really talking about acne, I feel like it's my acne sufferers that kind of worry most about the skincare when they're working out, because a lot of times they do feel like they have to cover up everything. And yet then, you know, they're kind of working reverse and clogging the pores. So um, I could not agree um, more with anything that you said. So let me ask you the next question. And this is a question I ask all of my guests. Mm -hmm. What is your favorite aesthetic treatment to A, get and B, perform? Oh, that's tough, actually, because there's so many amazing treatments. Um, oh, my word. Okay, I would say to get I love stacking um, microneedling with fractional resurfacing. So yag frag, I just love the results of that and just how tight and just refined any of the lines are pretty much like vanished. Um, and your skin just looks like a porcelain doll afterwards. So I would say that. Um, and to treat, um, hmm, I would say I'd love to do carbon facials. So like carbon correction peels. Yeah. All right. Tell our listeners what carbon facials are, because I don't think we've actually talked about those on the, on the show. No. Okay. So a carbon correction uh, facial is where we apply uh, carbon on the actual face and then we treat it with using a Q-switch laser. So um, a laser for like tattoo removal, something like that. So basically the laser thinks that the carbon is a tattoo and it uh, blasts away the carbon pieces, allowing for a deep exfoliation. Um, it also helps with like uh, fine lines, um, helps with like any sort of acne, uh, whether it's like fresh acne or even acne scars. Um, and you don't have to do any extractions because the carbon itself is like a deep exfoliation. So it's able to do more of like a cell renewal effect and the skin, you have like zero downtime and your skin just literally like another name for it is the Hollywood facial. So you look like you are ready for the red carpet. Well, that sounds amazing. Now you've got everybody Googling yes. <laughs> how to do that. So I know um, you have an amazing business. Um, you're award-winning. Um, tell people that want to follow you, that want to find you. And again, we're putting all this in the show notes, but please tell them where they can find you, what sort of services you do. And yeah. 
all the yeah. So my website is uh, www.bodytunedby.ca. Um, and then for Instagram, I'm body underscore tuned underscore by, and then as well as Laura underscore Solios, which again will be in the show notes. Um, and then I do actually have like a free weekly uh, text message um, where I send out tips on how you can reverse the signs of aging. So you can simply um, text the word ageless um, to my 416-628-9879 number. Um, And then area code would be like one for uh, Canada because that's where I am. Yes. And we will also put that um, in the show notes. I actually subscribe to your little weekly tips. And I think it's a really cool thing to just get it on your phone and have a fun little uplifting tip. So that's awesome. I love the fact that, you know, you really stand for what I talk about on this podcast and in my coaching a lot, that it's really creating your most beautiful life from the inside out, and then really using aesthetics to augment and to kind of have this coherence between the way you live and your appearance. So I always sort of love finding guests that share that philosophy. And I know you do even more natural kind of anti-aging as I do um what are some of the recent kind of advances that have you think happened in in the field of aesthetics and anti-aging and especially in the natural spectrum yeah aesthetics has grown tremendously so I actually graduated in 2004 and that was like just when lasers were like just starting to come out and it was like the unknown world to fast forward to where we are today and it's mind-blowing just to see how much we can actually treat the skin without going under the knife and having like major surgeries um so for me yeah the advancements of like the ipls and the lasers um, microneedling it's mind-blowing exactly how we can treat the skin um naturally um and get these amazing results and Um, you know, especially growing up and and dealing even with like myself having acne, there was not really a solution besides going into like pharmaceuticals. Um, There's now such um, a way that we can help people without having to even go into using pharmaceuticals. We can help them more naturally. And it's, it's just amazing how much we can do for the skin. And yeah, it doesn't need to be invasive. You don't need to go, you know, for surgeries. You don't need to rely on, you know, pharmaceuticals to get you the results. There's so much natural ways that we can treat the skin and, you know, both like topically, but also internally. And I feel like that's the the main twist that has happened within the last like five to 10 years where we're focusing on the body as a whole. So not just worrying about treating on the outside, but also being concerned about what you're consuming on the inside, because the two, like I mentioned before, go so hand in hand. Yeah. And would you mind kind of sharing your own journey with us a little bit on like, you know, how you really got to be this expert and and why you love the body transformation. And then I would love seeing that. I think like this is going to be a really popular episode of a lot of people like working out. Would you share your workout routine with us? Like what do you generally do? 
Yeah, for sure. So for me, I started off in medical aesthetics. I still am, obviously, but um, in uh, like 2018, I, you know, had this light bulb moment where we were on vacation with my family and, you know, I was looking back at pictures and didn't like what I saw. And I was like, I need to do something about this. So that's when I started my own body transformation journey. And, um, I lost weight. Um, I just like transformed my body altogether. And, a lot of my clients were seeing my change and like constantly asking me like, what are you doing? How are you doing this? And from that point on, I was like, you know what? I can do this for more people. Like I can be able to help reach more women like me and, you know, show them that this is possible. You can actually transform your body without having, you know, to live in such a restriction of like diet and cardio overdose and whatnot. So I went back to school. I got completely certified um, for my personal training, nutrition coaching and body transformation coaching, and then started offering that, you know, here. And I do all like online, um, you know, body transformation calls. So I check in with my clients. I help them in terms of like meals and more of like a lifestyle change so that it's not like a quick fix, you know, just like when we're treating the skin, you know, it is, you know, we're, we're seeing them all throughout their journey. So this is the same as like body transformation coaching where, you know, it's not a quick fix. It's just being able to help you and build this lifestyle so that you're going to have long-term results. So that's how I kind of got into coaching for, for my clients because my own personal journey. So, yeah. And then in terms of exercise, um, I used to be like a cardio bunny and like cardio, 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 and no longer am I a cardio bunny. I still love to spin and things like that, but it's not my number one focus for me. It's more actually like strength training and lifting weights. Um, and I feel like especially when you're getting into, um, the whole fitness, uh, industry, especially us women, we tend to think, oh, I'm not going to lift weights. Cause I'm going to be like, so bulky. And like, I'm just going to have these like muscles, like popping out. And it's so far from the truth. So for me, it was starting to realize, no, actually I can lift these weights and I'm not getting bulky. I'm getting leaner. Um, and I'm getting more defined and, you know, you're still seeing some definition and, and, you know, I can flex and you can see some like, uh, you know, muscles pop, but I'm not going to become bulky like a man right so that was my yeah this to uh, on steroid bodybuilder just by doing responsible weight training right that yes. is taking it to a whole nother level but I think sometimes it's the same as when people like think that just by having a treatment done they're gonna turn into like you know today's Demi Moore Madonna overnight <laughs> that have both kind of gone a little off the edge it's, it's, I think the same sometimes with bodybuilding, right? Like people think that, oh, only if they're going to start lifting heavy, suddenly they're going to transform into that, which is totally not the case. No, not at all. And that, that was like the kind of like another light bulb moment of like, okay, no, I can actually lift these heavy weights and I'm not going to get like 
bulked up like that, right? If anything, I'm losing weight, I'm getting more toned, I'm getting more defined. And, you know, it's funny, because even on my personal Instagram, I have a picture of my before and after. And I actually weigh more after. But when you look at the pictures, you think, oh my gosh, like I must be like 30 pounds lighter in my after, but I'm not because I've transformed that fat to now muscle and muscle amazing more than fat. So sometimes it's not even focusing so much on the scale weight either. Right. Um, so it's, it's definitely, um, yeah, it's, it's been a journey and I love it. And, um, that's why I'm so passionate about it. So how many days a week do you work out? I do five to six days of, uh, like weight training. Um, and I don't spend lot, like, I want to say like tops 45 minutes. Um, and that's with like my post and like pre-stretching too. So it doesn't need to be, you know, like two hours in the gym pumping iron. You just need to be consistent. And I think that's where people really, um, get discouraged because they'll go to the gym and they'll hit the gym for like that one month and they'll go so extreme and then you know they're not seeing results so they stop and that's the biggest red flag where it's like you know what you're not going to transform your body in a month like it took you how many years to put on that fat so why are you only giving yourself one month to drop it right so you need to be consistent and it, it that's when you'll start to see the benefits and you'll really start to see your body change. I love how you just reframed that. That was beautiful. And I, and, and just like the same parallel, it's the same with the skin, right? We sell somebody or recommend products and they use them for like three days and then they go back to their altered junk drawer and start slapping all sorts of random stuff on their face and they're like oh it wasn't working but you gave it three days when we know your normal skin cycle is 28 and sometimes it will take a couple skin cycles so it's really kind of everything right it's small changes that you can maintain over time and I love that you also mentioned how you know the scale is not as important as you think it is um, because the density of muscle is different than the density of fat. So seeing that I have you here, I'm going to shamelessly, before we hang out, ask for, a yeah. so I do like Pilates on the reformer, which has resistance about two to three days a week. I do one to two days of yoga and then one to two days of like spinning. How do you feel about that? You need to start lifting weights. <laughs> Yeah, just like, yeah, you that you were like, no, you know what, you need more strength training, especially you're right. As a 40 something year old Caucasian woman, I probably do. Yeah, like, you know what, that's the thing is that you would be surprised when you make that shift and actually start lifting the heavy weights. And I'm not going to say like, drop your spin and drop your Pilates. Like, no, you can still do that. But I would make more of a shift. Like I would do it like more of like, Pilates as like, you know, just an extra, like occasionally, you know, and then make your spin as maybe like two times per week. Um, but make your, yeah. Yeah. And then make your strength training, like, you know, about the five times a week and you will see your body transform. 
Well, I love that you were just honest. That really like, and that you actually gave me actionable tips. So, and you've already answered my last question, which was really, um, do you only do that for people in Canada or can people work with you online? And it sounds like the nice thing is that in this virtual connected world, if somebody really wants to reach out to you for some transformational coaching, that that is totally possible no matter where they are in the world, as long as they have an internet connection. Did I hear that right? Exactly. Yep. I have international clients. So we book calls every two weeks where we hop on and just, you know, dive right in and fix, you know, any sort of questions or, or go through and, and make changes to their program. And yeah, so anywhere around the world. <laughs> Well, I love it. Thank you so much. And as I, as we've talked about, because it's been a while since she's mentioned all of her websites, they will be in the show notes. Um, and I do subscribe to Laura's text um, and they're really helpful, little small actionable tips. So again, Laura, thank you so much for being with us. Um, I know this res this episode will resonate with a lot and a lot of our listeners. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. Thank you for listening to the Aesthetic Doctor podcast with Dr. Judith Borger. We'd love to connect with you outside of the show. Follow Dr. Borger on Instagram at Dr. Borger and find more online and ways to work with Dr. Borger at www.theaestheticdoctor.com. Until next time, be well.